Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Great to be with you Wednesday. Retail costing more than retail crime, costing more than 20 $2.5 billion every year. 92% of those surveyed said they had experienced it that just after four. Taking a look at how our political parties are using social media, there has been a large focus on misinformation and disinformation. But our guest today said that most parties are actually upholding the standards of high quality discourse. We'll explain at quarter past four today. Dog attacks are up 28%. Why is that? Have you been the subject of a dog attack? Let me know. And here's a question from for you from a listener. Can I ask about names? At a time when we refer to the Prime Minister as Chris, why do schools insist on Mr. or Mrs. or Ms.? Should children be addressing adults on a first-name basis? It is 2023 after all. What about Roger or Ewing or Angela? Text me, 2101, email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me, Paula Penfold, investigative journalist for Stuff Circuit. Kia ora, Paula. Kia ora, Wallace. Can I just acknowledge what a day it is today in Tamaki Makaurau? Because it's rare, I've got to say. And divine in the Waikato today, judging yeah. by photos from my family there. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And with us also, uh, Stephen Jacoby, Executive Director of the New Zealand International Business Forum, APEC Business Advisory Council. Kia ora, Stephen. Kia ora, Wallace, and it's a beautiful day in Napier, where I am oh, at the moment. Well, there we go. Now, to this, this is fascinating. Ever moved to a subdivision and been told, sorry, no dogs taller than 50 centimetres. Sorry, no garden ornaments. No garden gnomes. Sorry, your car cannot be parked out of the garage. There are some pretty particular rules for people living in subdivisions, and they're called covenants and are becoming more and more popular in some newer developments. Why? Why do some areas have these sometimes rather unusual rules? With us is Kay Savile. Smith, a housing research director at uh, Kiora. Kiora. Are they becoming more common? Because you never used to hear about covenants. I know. Um, and sometimes you still don't hear about them, even when you are buying into them. So you have to be very observant. So yes, they are becoming more common. So if you take, for instance, all the residential titles in Auckland, 1980, about 9% of them had covenants on them. 2017, about 55% of the new residential titles had a land covenant on them. Are they seen as a way to protect the area's value, the area's aesthetic? I think, I think there's arguments around who sees what. Yeah. The first thing is certainly developers and and builders, if they're bought into covenanted land to build spec, sees it, see it as a way of value uplift. It's seen as exclusive. It's seen as sort of saying we have control over this area. Um, and I think some people buying into those covenanted um, dwellings and sections think that as well. It will protect their asset value. That I think that's what they think. Um, whether it, and it certainly does get value uplift. There's no doubt about that. 
I think the problem is that people are often not always very au fait with what's actually in their covenants uh-huh. and uh, misunderstand what that might mean for them. So they don't take it quite as seriously as perhaps they should. Right. I must admit, Paula, I was thinking about this and how unusual and how weird, but then I was thinking, well, if I had a neighbour who had a garden of gnomes, I'd be all for all covenant. You know, I wouldn't allow well, it. Okay? On, on the other... On, on the other hand, if you walked down a street and a, a house was up for sale and there was a neighbour with, with garden gnomes and you had a real problem with that, you probably wouldn't buy that house anyhow. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not just about the gnomes. It might be about whether you can have solar panels, for instance, being seen from the street. Oh. What sort of materials you can have your house built up. What size your house has to be. What value your house has to be. It's all sorts of covenants, all sorts of rules, and some covenants that, that I've seen many years ago, in fact, you weren't allowed to have a ramp in, into grief. your front you... door. What? So, you know, these, are, these, are, these can be petty, but they can also be serious. Paula. The ramp into the front door. So, right, that anyone who needs a ramp for their wheelchair, then what, what are they supposed to do? They have to go to court to have that covenant lifted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get a covenant, I mean, there's two things about covenant. The first thing is, if you want to get it lifted, you have to go to court because it's not a pub. It's not a public planning thing. It's not about consultation and, you know, the government imposing this or local authority imposing it. It's a private thing, so you have to go to court to get it off. But the other thing, the other side of that is actually if someone does break the covenant and the developer of that land that put the covenants on in the first place, they might not be around to enforce it anyhow. So you could get hit either way, mm-hmm. um, really. So people think that covenants are often much more secure than they are. Um, but on the other hand, they also often don't realise the detail uh. and the control that that might mean. So covenants are a, a, a strange beast, but well, this is a popular beast. This is fascinating. Uh, I love the covenant idea. I live in a street of gorgeous villas, spoiled by cars that line it. Keep the covenant, Stephen Jacoby. Yeah, well, this is uh, really a question of balance, isn't it? Because on the one hand, um, everybody wants to enjoy um, their space, their property, uh, and uh, that can assist that. But on the other hand, um, sometimes the right to use your property as you want to can be impaired. So it's probably a case of buyer beware, isn't it? And, uh, you know, I I find it interesting because um, it sounds like covenants are are more... more, well, at least more binding maybe than um, body corporate things, which I've had some experience with, right. where you really can't get anything. You can't apply anything uh, in the context of a body corporate arrangement. For example, someone who refuses to pay the insurance bill on, on the apartment complex. Anyway, I think it's a matter of balance. Right. Stay there, uh, Kay. Let's bring Paula back in. To me, Kay, it just sounds horrifically stifling of anyone's personality or, you know, freedom of expression or even their design flair. <laughs> it sounds very yeah. cookie cutter and okay, dull so, to so, me. So what if, uh, what if a house next to you, they wanted to paint it yellow or, talk- pur- or purple? Are you talking to me? Yeah. I mean... You know, each to their own. It wouldn't be what I would choose to do, but nor would I particularly like the idea of living in a suburb where one's house has to be beige. 
Okay. There was that um, okay. there was that song a while ago, wasn't there? Um, a long time ago, little boxes made of ticky yeah. tacky. It's a sort <laughs> well, of a variation well, on this. Uh, well, yeah, well, it is a variation, but it's the high end of the market variation, not the low end of the mm. market, which I think the song mm. was about. Kay, can, um, you, can you believe it? Sorry to jump in here. But there's quite a lot of response on this. There is even a covenant in one division in Raglan that bans cats. Oh, that's, that's, incre- that's actually increasingly common. And that really comes out of, you know, Gareth Morgan would love that, but that really comes out of this argument about, you know, cats and their environmental impact. And I won't comment on that, but I have views, but I won't comment <laughs> on that. But I think what it does is it reinforces covenants can cover almost anything. So unless you really look at your covenant in detail, then you may be surprised. So I think that's one thing about it. And the other thing is that, you know, coming back to the the parking problem issue yes. um, or having cars on the street, district planning often deals with those sorts of things. And that's why, of course, there was arguments that all, you know, subdivisions outside of covenants but within a zone should actually have off-street parking and all of those sorts of things. So there are, you know, there are some, you know, the point about covenants is that they're not around public pain. People don't, uh, are not consulted about it. But you can choose to buy in it or choose not. Then the problem is if most of the land available for new houses and you want to buy a new house is in fact covered by a covenant, what do you do about it? Have you got, in fact, choice? So oh. that's an interesting problem. You're a mine of information, Kay. This is just so <laughs> fascinating and a big response to this. Uh, what about we bought a house and the neighbour had a large seal with a ball statue? <laughs> oh, right, right. You see? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but they might, the, the neighbour with the seal might not have liked the colour of this person's curtains, you know? <laughs> Kate, kia ora. So, lovely well, if you're yeah. not, not a fan of um, Art Deco uh, uh, popular culture then. Oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. I changed my mind. Actually, I am a big fan of Art Deco. Anything Art Deco, I will. So perhaps if, the, if, if, it, if it has nice rounded curves, a nice balustrade, and it has an appropriate large ceiling ball, I'd say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear that, Wallace. Yeah. Kay Saville-Smith there, Housing Richard Kyoto. Thanks for your time. Um, another one here. Uh, covenants are called protective covenants for a reason. They do add value. Uh, and, uh, yes, uh, quite a response regarding whether or not uh, the days of Mr, Ms or Mrs are over. Should you just call your teacher Roger or Karen? Let me know, 2101. We're talking about that at 25 past four. Time for I've Been Thinking. Paula Penfold, take it away. I was um, drawn to a story that was on Stuff Today about a new study out of the UK of 2,000 people by a, a travel search app called Skyscanner. And it was a survey of people's views on the most annoying habits of their fellow travellers. And I was slightly surprised, actually, at what made the list. There's, there's, I think, fifteen um, most annoying habits, and I'll, and my most annoying habit, well, not mine, the tell one me. that annoys me the most, <laughs> is not on the list. Which is, well, I'll tell you first. Okay. The number one uh, most annoying plane habit is drinking too much on the flight, 
which I get, you know, that's kind of irritating. Number two is cue cutters. Yep, okay, took all that. Number three, reclining your seat while the food and drinks are served. That's annoying when you're the person behind. So there's another that goes all the way through to number 15. I've just done a couple of long-haul flights recently, and I look, I, I, I'm reluctant to bring down the tone because this, RN, this RNZ Please the do. panel. <laughs> What's the polite term then for there was a lot of flatulence? Mm. Like, that's not cool yeah. on a plane <laughs> around your fellow travellers. That would be right up the top, I've got to say, of my... On my list of most annoying well, habits. Well, uh, the fact is, um, uh, uh, how do you say it cl- <laughs> nicely? It's, farting is hugely inappropriate. Yes, in a, in a, in a long haul. Go, go, <laughs> just take yourself off to yeah. the bathroom. Surely. The, the thing is, how to address it? <laughs> put it in the put it in the video. Put it in the safety video. <laughs> Here's the other one that really, um, before we go to Stephen, which is my top one. I don't mind the drinking. They get a bit loud. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the queue. But uh, but people who put their hair over Ooh. the seat and you got to live with that. No, that's no, that's not cool either. No. Why, do yeah. people, why would people do that? That's yeah. very invasive well, uh, well, in someone happens. else's space. It happens. So what's yours? Because I would love to know. What is the one thing? Do you agree with Paula that flatulence uh, <laughs> is the number one? Or do you agree with me that uh, the hair over the seat texts me? I want to hear from you today. 2101. Stephen Jacoby, I've been thinking. I think obviously we need a sort of a covenant arrangement around some of these things <laughs> on, these, on these flights. But look, um, uh, I've been thinking about the joys of living in the Art Deco capital of Napier, oh. where we moved uh, recently. And, you know, once a while ago on the program, we talked about whether or not um, we talked to strangers or ever met yes. you know, and talked to strangers. It was quite a, a long discussion. Well, I've been really amazed by coming to live in Napier, not that I have to talk to strangers a lot, but about the, the number of people I just meet whom I know in the street, which is still in, in Auckland, where I lived most recently, uh, you know, a, a rarer thing. You, you certainly don't do meet it. people. <laughs> you certainly meet people if you go to, you know, particular events, but uh, in 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 uh, Napier, in, a, in the smaller setting, you meet people all the time, and I think that's a really great thing. Look, you know, we've been unpacking boxes, uh, we've been getting pictures up, the TV's still not working properly, but we're mm. getting through it. Uh, I've moved, I don't know, 13 times. I think we, we worked out in 40 years of marriage. It's a hassle. Everybody has to go through it at some point, I guess. Um, but we're glad to be here. Just a quick shout out to the people of um, Napier and Tamatu Maui. Mm. This place has had a lot of things to contend with. You know, there's still a lot of hurt yeah. in the community mm. about the cyclones. Great to see the things being done, but still a lot of people in hardship. So spare a thought. Uh, for the good people down here. Stephen, you're an Aucklander at heart. You'll be back. <laughs> You'll be back, Stephen Jacoby. Paula Penfold, Stephen Jacoby on the panel. Lost to discuss this afternoon on today's panel.